Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. And Ellie. Nadia. And we are the Queer Arabs, the Queer Exhausted Arabs. Um, this, we, this week's topic is exhaustion, in which we are totally done with shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's one of a few topics. Um, we just wanted to, okay, so a while ago, like a year and a half ago, Nadia, Adam, and I did a, like an episode called Insecurity, and we just talked about what was going on in our lives in the moment, and I yeah. think that's what we're going to do this episode. Um, what's in our minds? What are we up to? It's been a while since we've had one of those, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm actually it's... trying to remember the topics we talked about in that episode, if we want to revisit them. We and... talked about... Um... And I wasn't even there, so... Yeah, I well, know. Now you, now you can add your two cents. Yeah. I do want to... Li- I actually want to listen back at that, maybe. I remember we had this conversation about, like, do we identify as activists or not? Oh, yeah, and then dating apps were... And dating apps, yeah. and then, like, language learning. I think yeah. That's the three yeah. main topics yeah and something about like creative blocks i think it's nice to talk about creative blocks and then we felt blocks on that <laughs> <laughs> well um appropriate should we go through those again sure sure so, okay, um, who, let's... who identifies as an activist right now not me not me i don't feel that i can claim that how about you um i don't know i think like the conclu- i think i still agree with the conclusion last time which was that like that's not this huge. There shouldn't be this like huge binary title. Like, yeah, only five percent of people in the world are true activists, and they do this with all their time. Oh shoot, the cats are getting at it. Um, oh, and Tally's licking. The- okay, one of the cats is now kissing the other, and now they are having a standoff. Anyway, we're gonna just make sure that it doesn't get too escalated. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think, so. like, we have this idea that, like, there's a certain type of people who they are activists and they um, spend all of their time doing social organizing and advocacy and other people are fakes and, yeah, you either are or you aren't. And I think that's honestly kind of pretty a pretty unhealthy way for movements to be organized by only a small number of people who can commit all their time to it. I agree. Um, I just, I guess for me, I'm like, I'm not doing nearly enough of what I should be doing. Um, yeah, I think, but, but I think that's also part of the deal, right? Like, who is all the time? I know. I think it's, it's, uh, I know. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I, I don't, four people and who can I, do honestly, that life. Right. And honestly, the people who I've most been like inspired by uh-huh. their political work and such, like at some point they're not okay and they need to take a break. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's like very committed to movement work in a, in a way I think is like genuine and not like self-serving or, mm-hmm. you know, appearance focused. Sure. Um, like, I don't know. I think it's like hard to do good shit and like not get really fucked up in the process. Yeah. And I think like taking breaks is is important and I guess yeah I guess that's why um it's not that I like don't identify as an activist I just think Mm -hmm. like making it this huge shiny title is kind of not getting us to good places it's like yeah um I think last time I said 
someone had explained to me like uh the way that like not everybody is like a professional dancer but or a lot of people can like dance in some setting or form yeah it's just like a thing you engage in and like not everyone needs to consider themselves like someone who's primarily occupied Mm. in activism for a particular cause but that doesn't mean you can't engage in it to some extent when you have energy and are able to and in the ways that feel right to you I don't know yeah I think I still I, I think I actually agree with that I think my last year has mm-hmm. made me agree with that more. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I I don't think I've shifted my mindset from, like, the last time we talked about this, yeah. about the topic. I just, I think as far as what I personally am doing, um, now versus around that time, I just, I guess I feel like I am making a bit less effort, not... Not that I want to, but, um, I don't know, to do what I would maybe consider activism, even, like, podcast stuff, it's felt really difficult, um, lately. Yeah, I think, um, not exactly when we recorded this episode, because I was mm -hmm. in a pretty burnt out place when we did that, Mm -hmm. but, like, right after, when I got really involved in the podcast, I mean, let's remember, like, we were not really doing our jobs at the time because you were employed but your job wasn't yeah functioning normally and right i was unemployed um, i don't think anyone's job is functioning no i know like yeah well maybe eh, some a but, few yeah um or yeah some yeah um, like um i don't consider myself an activist anymore a younger me would have but a younger me was way more arrogant but I also know, like, some people mm. locally who I definitely consider activists, and they've, like, basically dedicated their whole lives to doing, like, research, lobbying, you know, forming coalitions mm-hmm. between groups, raising money. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, I'm just exhausted reading your yeah. freaking, your your Facebook and Twitter feeds, friends. Yeah. I love you, but right. I, I can't do that life. And I've mentioned... A few of those people yeah. who I really look up to, like uh, like Kristen Williams, Lou Weaver in Houston, and of course there's mm-hmm. like guys like Adam and the guys in New York, and like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot, you know. And I I'm just like I just want to cook and read books and talk to y'all. Right. Not everyone has the same type of way of engaging with the world and like some things that seem completely draining and exhausting to us might be like very motivating to others and like but also those people also need to take a break they no they also do no for sure um i I don't know just the more i actually get to know people who do yeah organizing the work work that i really respect Mm -hmm. i'm like Damn, you can't be a good person. Be okay. Yeah, and be okay. <laughs> that seems very, be like... Be okay, be, like, rested. Yeah. Be, like, able and, to take care of your needs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also just, like... I think there's another conversation about um, whether, like, activist spaces, leftist spaces, that kind of stuff, are just, like, emotionally toxic. Mm. And yeah. we don't 
we're draining each other. Um, we're not respecting each other's capacities and emotional yeah. boundaries and yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, you know how, like, sometimes the right appeals to, like, the worst of human psychology, but they are successfully appealing to human psychology. Like, they get how it works because they get how to make people buy into shit. You know, on some level, it it comes from understanding how the human brain works because they can appeal to fear and um, some other things besides fear. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, sometimes, like, laziness to do research, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, the the left is working with an unrealistic model of human psychology. Right. You know, like, sometimes I think the right is, like, appealing to the monkey brains. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, the left is expecting, has this, like, ideal subject who's this more evolved person than That's what a human actually is. not realistic yeah, for that, most yeah, people. Um, yeah. I think, it, like, when it comes... I don't know, like, for instance, the taking a break thing. Sometimes there's, like, shaming about, like, oh, you were committed to this, and now you're not. Mm -hmm. Are you still going to be, are you doing this consistently, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's, like, I I don't know, just from a a human psychology standpoint, going through cycles of exhaustion and recommitment is, it's just natural, and I think movement should be structured around that instead of um trying to, to be trying to ignore to that those. yeah yeah, yeah. even this like with this podcast i i have to remind myself often like we've been doing this for three and a half years now mm-hmm. and we're doing it because we care about it like we're not gaining like we we're not we don't get financial gain from it we're doing it uh, you know without a budget without like time built into our schedule um to do everything that we need to do to keep it going um and so every so often I get frustrated because I'm like why am I just like not as in it as like other times and it's like okay obviously this is a thing that like, you have a life. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, oh wait, can yeah. I, sorry, can I backtrack for one sec? Yeah. I thought of, like, one more example to, like, the, I think an important example to, like, the, mm-hmm. the left is being unrealistic. Yeah. Um, I saw this, I'm going to quote a meme like I do a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I saw this meme, it's like, Google is free culture, kind of needs to end, because when I Google critical race theory, the first thing that comes up is a conservative think tank mm. telling me why it's bad. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think like things like that, like yeah. that, the, the like whole. I it's not my job to educate you, which I agree with. If you're just a person who's living right. their life and doesn't want to answer someone's five bajillion questions, but yeah. if you're someone who's coming from a strategic viewpoint, yeah, like expecting people to be constantly self-researching and self-educating. Like that's just better than people are. Mm. Like people aren't that great. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna uh, go to the person who's like coming at them with a a pamphlet. Oh my <laughs> and god! If it, I, like, I actually... one side is like 
yeah. Okay, I, actually, okay. I actually ran into that problem um, earlier. It's just like, for me, like, is it my job to educate people on trans transgender stuff at work? No, it's not anywhere in my job description. Uh, There's no time no. set aside from it. You know, yeah. HR doesn't want me to do it or whatever. But like, mm -hmm. whenever somebody misgenders the newly come out person in our office, it's just like, it has to be me because like, the normies aren't going to do it yeah. who aren't like on the spectrum. The person who is misgendered may not even be there or, and I know she's a very shy person, but mm -hmm. you know, her defending herself just feels like her defending herself, whereas somebody speaking up for her, like, I know it's like, yeah, I do have a horse in this race, but it's like not everyone realizes I do, therefore my words weigh more. And it's like, fuck, I know what the stakes are, and I have to speak up. So you're Which saying you have a pony in the race? Like, I'm trans. I am. Uh, <laughs> a miniature. <laughs> no, horse. I'm just trying to think of like an analogy for having a horse in the race, but it's a different race. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm like yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get what you mean. And like, I, I do agree that like at your job, it shouldn't be your job to <laughs> educate people when you're not paid for it yeah and then yeah I, I i do agree like you know that's your choice and you have reasons to make that choice i guess mm -hmm. not what i'm saying is when it comes to saying when it comes to whatever extent we're saying i'm intentionally committing to advocacy mm -hmm. like educating people in really obvious ways it was part of it's pretty important because yeah also the people who hate us enjoy educating people in really obvious ways and they're definitely gonna win yeah, yeah. they're yeah. the only ones doing that yeah uh, it reminds me of like not. like this whole idealist mindset versus like this realist mindset actually came up uh during covid like some of the internet founders were like kind of talking about how they were regretting the open internet model because it was like built on this whole idea that with an open discussion and enough researches, sources and trust that eventually people would come to the right idea and, well, look at Facebook, which encourages the wrong yeah. idea because it promotes engagement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, right. But that's kind of the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, another situation I saw that come up with, with this, like... Um, so right now, uh, for trans people, we're fairly well represented in the media, finally. But mm -hmm. for every like mainstream article that comes out, like about you know trans people being actual humans with feelings and souls, yeah. deserving. Mm -hmm. There's also yeah. those things. There's, there's also the fucking like, comment section. There's the fucking yeah. comment section, and then there's like the 400th article on this one trans person who regretted it and has made basically an activist career out of. Campaigning against uh, yeah. trans and that's people. It's gonna be highlighted, yeah. Every fucking time, and it was like, it's like, and my even my dad brought up brought the article up to me like way back when. I was like, I know who you're talking about, and they've made a career of this. And he was like, really? So wow, yeah. Uh, it's like, why does misinformation pay so well? Why can't I get any of that money? Mm -hmm. Start a campaign that I don't know what you want to misinform people about, but cats can bark, and we're <laughs> just gonna like take it as far as we can. I'm gonna go with uh, cats make you gayer. 
I think they do. They kind of do, yeah, actually. They do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just an information campaign. On, okay, honestly, like, cats are, considering the mind control that cats have, I wouldn't put it past them. So. Yeah. The question is, what's their stake in us being gay? Right. What do they get like, out of Like, what do they get out of that? I mean, maybe uh. they're like, oh, oh, if we make people gay. They won't like, have kids. And then we'll get to and then no. adopt more cats. No, no. If oh, if people are know. gay, they won't have. They're less likely to have children. Therefore, more resources to devote to cats. Mm. Oh yeah, that's very smart. Yeah. You've cracked the code. We're on to uh, you, Tally. We are on <laughs> to the cats. Um, I was reading. I need to look. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to spread it misinformation right now. But I was reading about how much mind control cats really do have and like how there's some like way that our brains actually are um, are uh, affected by some chemical or something that they put out. I need I sound very misinformed, but I but the whole point is that they do have ways of literally controlling our minds so that we respond more positively to them and i think that's i love that for them and i am gladly controlled by cats of this world so that's why i'm like you know if they have some way to like influence our gayness i would not be surprised yeah um, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Cats make you gay. In a few decades, when research comes out showing that we are correct, please credit us. Uh, I feel like this is maybe like become mm-hmm. a thing, like someday, like the whole birds are not real meme. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Cats make you gay instead. Yeah. Birds are not real. Um, They're just government drones. Why do you think they sit on power lines to recharge? good question okay what Uh, else is up uh let's talk about the whole job instability thing we've been having going on like i know we almost have had it like basically my corporation was bought out by a another corporation and we've been basically in limbo and whether or not we still have our jobs whether or not we're going to get promoted or paid basically until this month since january and it's been like hugely stressful motivating it's like hey um all your performance evaluation raises and promotions are frozen and will be evaluated later this year three months three to four months usually later than it's done and we have no guidance on when that's actually happening and i'm like where's my money and that's the the only question really the only question they need to answer and the they didn't answer it at all until like after it already showed up on our paycheck it's like yeah here's the money i'm like we know we got the money finally no thanks to you yeah but you're like the whole thing was we shouldn't have to wait for compensation like you didn't consent to doing work for free or for delayed pay yeah it's yeah glorious uncertainty and what about you? What about you, Alia? You you seem you said something about taking a course. 
yeah, I'm looking at different routes I can take. Um, I am looking at a full stack development course. I think that's going to be a good skill set to have and open up like more job options. So that's going to come up. That's about to start in September. I'm very and proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I just want a little bit more flexibility as far as what I can do job-wise because right now I feel a bit pigeonholed um, and I think this will open up some things, some other things that I can mm -hmm. do to like, you know, for stability and I, I'm genuinely interested in, in learning about this so it's not, it's not only for that reason. I will come to you with problems soon then. Uh, we'll yeah. give it a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, my job situation has actually been better recently just because of, um, and that's dependent on COVID restrictions being eased up. Um, I've had more just like dance performance and choreography and um, teaching stuff going on. I'm still doing my... Uh, remote office job that I picked up in the pandemic. So I've just been, I mean, I, I it kind of has been like a little bit exhausting just balancing that with um, new stuff going on. Mm -hmm. It's kind of dependent on Delta variant not becoming something. I so mean, I, I, yeah, I don't want to like, I don't want to jinx it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you could always come to Texas where our glorious governor has banned uh, mask mandates. Shit ain't closing down here. I mean, pe only 9,000 yeah, people have died wow. since January. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Besides, I mean, even short of moving to Texas, I kind of don't, don't know. It's like, I don't want to be that asshole, right? Please do. And it's all about, I, I'm not going to be that asshole, but sometimes it's just hard to figure out the line of what is the asshole line in the changing circumstances you know um so it's hard at the beginning especially when there's not much information yeah but like now there's but there's there's a lot more than a year right right, right totally but yeah. i mean right now especially with just with delta variant should we be mandating mask wearing in our classes again mm. um yeah i'm gonna say Maybe. yeah because it's like it's a it's yeah. a it's a pretty low bar but yeah. you know yeah I guess people are just afraid of being seen as sheep and will be like, no, I will die with COVID in my mouth. Yeah. No, I mean, I think honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily encounter a lot of like political anti-maskers. It's more just that it's hard to breathe. It's, it's really hard. Like I teach dance and yoga yeah. and exercise classes and that is just like yeah. hard to do in a mask. So as soon as people like get the opportunity to, take it off they will yeah um but like motherfuckers walking around in the supermarket wear a mask please yeah no, no, no. yeah but right yeah um totally like, i think there's I, I, just... like when i'm out doing like my errands and stuff i feel awkward wearing masks because i'm the only one doing it i'm just like is it really are people that that against it there they just don't do it. They or just they don't just see over it. it. Yeah. Just, I don't know why. It just I I get look like I'm the weird one wearing a mask. 
That's Texas. Yeah. They're like, don't worry, we're all vaccinated here. I'm like, are you, sh like, I know I'm vaccinated. I know you are probably vaccinated, but is, like, every random motherfucker who's coming in unmasked going to be vaccinated? That's, like... Probably not. <sighs> it's, like, okay, fine, whatever. It's it's their funeral, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it might be other people's funerals, too, because of them. Yeah, to clarify, I just want to make to clarify the people who have been not masked and glasses are vaccinated. Yeah. Um, it's just maybe everybody should be. It's that's kind of the yeah line we're chewing on right now. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so work stuff with me is better depending on this world situation, which who really knows. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, lately it's more just that I'm like, it's hard to get back into stuff. Um, it is. Like the first week where I was commuting to places again, I wasn't tired from like any of the particular work I was doing. I was just exhausted because I was going on subways and talking to people in ways that I hadn't in a year. Um, Getting back, like, physically into performance has been not as bad as I expected. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, like, I expected, because I, I think I was just planning for that. I just, um, you know, I think I'd, I thought I would have to ease back into dancing. I didn't think I'd have to ease back into, like, taking the subway. But I do. That's just. Oh, that sounds, that's... like, horrendously stressful right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like, it's just exhausting. For me, it's a lot of it is getting back into a physical social life where I go and see people. Um, yeah. Like it drains. It like sucks your energy in a way that I didn't realize. I, uh, yeah. For those yeah. who don't know, we're we're all pretty much intro introverts here. I think. Yeah, yeah. Nadia, <laughs> do you officially identify as an introvert? Um. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. And I yes. just wish people would, like, tell each other, hey, I don't have energy for you. And just, like, don't do it. I mean, if you don't need to, you know? I wish we could all just tell each other, I don't have energy for you. Like, I <laughs> wish that was, like, socially a thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you mean, like, for you as a person or for this particular No, just gathering? in general. Just in general. Just like, I don't have... Oh, I see what you mean. Like, I don't have energy for your presence in my life overall? No, or no, like, no. I don't like, have energy to go to brunch tomorrow. More like the second. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were like... I thought we were just like really close. <laughs> oh, oh, I... Yeah, I guess I made it sound like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like this could lead into a whole thing where it's like, I have so much energy to give. So I'm putting this bidding pool out to my friend group. Like, give me your best offer, and I'll let you know how much of an energy I have for it. That's amazing. Ugh. Yeah, and that's, and that is exactly how I get disinvited from everything. <laughs> They're like, Ellie, you're too high maintenance as it is, and you're, you putting this fucking app out is making it worse. It's amazing. Ugh. Do it. Like I've been, I've been trying to go out more. I've been trying to do more tournaments. I've been trying to hang out with friends more. And mm -hmm. it's I, uh, it's it's just driving is exhausting, like 
one-on-one -on -one yeah. friends like um hanging out just one-on-one -on -one with M and a few other people like uh -huh. totally doable but once it gets into a group of like 10 people i'm just like I just yeah. wanna, i'm just want to sit in the corner and read my book wait now. the M that i know our M. oh oh who just left houston anyway yeah yeah our little human is all grown up and going out in the world. little human is in D.C., yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is good for me, but yeah. I know it's sad for you. Um, anyway. I think I need to sleep soon. I don't know about you two. I, I think we should talk more for the sake of this being an mm. episode a little bit. Okay. Um, so, so what else? else do we want to talk about? Um... um talked well, about dating apps last time, and that's another thing I haven't had energy for lately. Like, I'll... It's uh, one of those like, things... How did... Yeah, go ahead. It's it's one, It's one. like, it's been one of those things I've been, like, looking at, and I'm like, do I really want to? It's like, I got a lot yeah. going on right now. It's like, I don't know if I'm to commit to looking for a commitment. Because, like, I'm, yeah. I'm doing the house hunting thing right now, and it's like... I'm already looking for like one lifelong lifelong commitment. I don't know if I'm ready to, to look for another at the same time. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm apartment hunting, so and also not necessarily looking for lifelong commitment, but you know, short term commitments are also commitments. Or like even just committing to like a Friday night is a commitment, right? Yeah. And it's like like, you don't know, uh, and you don't even know if you'll like get along right it's like there's already all these people in my life i already know that i'm not yeah. spending enough time with and now i have to like spend time with people i don't even know yet yeah <laughs> nadia i'm sorry um, i don't spend enough time with you we're doing we're spending time now yeah um, that's fair but yeah i don't know it's I, maybe, I also think I need to try a different dating app other than Lex, because no one's on Lex. Mm -hmm. um, so, Hinge, I guess, is the are, are one we gonna I have to try. Is that what the kids are doing these days? Are we going to have to all commit to the Hinge now? Is this how we get our sponsorship? It's like, sign up now and get a free match with one of the queer Arabs. If they uh, want to, I'm down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, no, not not that part. Just the sponsorship. Anyway, <laughs> I never got on Hinge because their like marketing was annoying. They were like the app meant to be deleted, and it seemed like such <laughs> like a I don't know, <laughs> like such a one note way of looking at the purpose of dating that I'm like, what is this bullshit? Like. <laughs> Right? I don't know. Like, there's there's a bajillion reasons to use a dating app, and not all of them are like getting married so you delete your dating app or whatever. You know? Fair. Yeah. 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 That, for sure. That that seems so like I'm a young professional looking for serious connections. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh but God. I think it's not like that. I think it's just a, an app that's a little bit less ghosty than Tinder. That. Yeah. For a variety of you purposes. should be a vague. You should start being a vague person doing vague things. So, for example, like be like, I'm going to my young professionals meetup. 
tonight. <laughs> and people will be like, what do you do at that? We're just like we're just young, young and, and professional. professional. We're networking. <laughs> we're networking. Yeah. yeah. We circle back. And we touch base. <laughs> I hate you two so much for saying yeah, those words right thing. now. <laughs> but let's table that for oh, now. Wait, can I have a random like business talk pet peeve? Sure. I don't it. like when people have to start all their emails by saying happy day of the week. They're like, yeah. happy Tuesday. <laughs> like, what if I'm not? I don't know. That's, That's like fair. the quickest way to get I me to stop care, reading the email. But I also get it. I, I also respect that. I mean, I, I do, don't care when people do it, but I respect why you hate it. I don't that, care a lot. That's like the quickest way it's for me to filter your emails. Of... It's like... Happy X, X day of the week, you know, if it matches this list of X days, um, shit can yeah. that thing. I'm done. Well, no, here's the thing. It's usually like a work email where they're like saying something pretty important afterwards, but it's like, can't we just get to the point and not like pretend? We're all excited yeah, to read this. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, it's like happy one day closer to dying. <laughs> That should so, be what they say every day. You have sold another day's labor to the capitalist machine, thus making the world worse for all of us. Here's your important and HR you are update. Reaching the end of yes, and you are getting closer to reaching the end of your life, and the next generation will take over this cycle. Like, what if every email started <laughs> that way? <laughs> I, at I would this point, like I, that. I would respect at, that. At this hey. point, I'd be like, the average employee has contributed twenty thousand dollars per minute to our CEO's uh, bank account this month. Congratulations! <laughs> Just like extra demoralizing, God, like that. Yeah. Well. Uh, what else? What else? What else, have say, what else have y'all accomplished in this last month or so, I guess? Um, recently, well, earlier this summer, I was in that production, Pursue, and I still feel really good about that and am happy with like some other music stuff going on. Nadia and I are doing a thing together. Yeah, I um, can talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I have been um, in an artist in residence program at Che Bushwick, um, which has been great to have space, like especially at the beginning of this period, like it was very hard to get studio space because things were still opening up. Um, it has been mostly only solo rehearsals allowed, uh, which has been mm -hmm. interesting because as much as I'm like, other people are exhausting like also myself is exhausting um mm -hmm. and just t coming out of a, a year where we've only been able to work solo yeah i just feel mm -hmm. a little bit um like my introspective process muscles are kind of That's dead. yeah, yeah um, I'm, I'm kind of ready to be kind of more extrospective in what i'm interested in um so i yeah i i've, I've just had a lot of blocks related mm -hmm. to that um I've been trying to work on different processes to get around that. So like the yeah. 
most consistent practice I've been doing is these diary entries where I talk and improv dance at the same time, um, which if you've tried doing that, you can't really think too hard about either of them. So it's very much a, like uncontrolled stream of conscious, which is, um, so I just made an archive of those like diary entries, which has kind of been the basis of all the other projects that have been coming out of that. Um, and one yeah. of them is a dance film that Alia did, um, violin, electric violin with me in it. And I'm, um, I've been working really hard all today and yesterday on yeah. editing that, that footage. Uh, so yeah. that's something I'm going to be showing in a couple of weeks. Keep an eye out. Yeah. August 11th. If anyone wants to tune in, um, you can just mm -hmm. go to chaybushwick.org, I think, um, or mm -hmm. check, just Google chaybushwick.chez bushwick um and you'll find the tickets to that um yeah i this isn't an accomplished i don't think i've talked about going to lebanon on here yet uh oh yeah right but i was in lebanon really briefly um and i i also it's also been like a little bit weird to talk about it after the fact because mm -hmm. like people are like how was it and i'm like great which is totally not an accurate representation of yeah. how anyone in the country is doing i just mean that it was great for me to be there yeah um so that's like a little bit of a disconnect. i don't know i haven't been there for three years and it was just um just to be able to see people and Aww. be in the same space and like just mm -hmm. like go back to my grandparents houses and just yeah i don't know i think there's also something that just hit about like how permanent some things can be just because like those physical spaces I think were probably like the the physical spaces that I've had the longest reference points mm -hmm. to because I haven't really been back to like where I grew up much so it's like wow this is the oh. same apartment and the same house yeah. and like four there's four generations of people here at the same time um right and that rudeness contrasted with like I won't buy a bed frame because I'm going to move after a year. year. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not articulating this very well, but it was, it was um, really important for me to be there and see everybody. And that felt great, even though it was a short amount of time. Um, but everything is awful. Everything is fucking awful. So I don't want to conflate those two things. I don't want to conflate my feelings and like, reality um also my my teta passed away pretty shortly mm -hmm. after i was there um which i mean what was surprising was that like she made it long enough for travel to be relatively safe that we could have seen her while she was alive mm -hmm. um and yeah i think that there's just that was, that was like really all I wanted, you know, yeah. like I just wanted to be in the same physical space, whether or not like she was, she wasn't doing well, she wasn't like yeah. able to talk very much or anything, but um, it was just like this moment where there was like, I don't know, there was like four generations of people oh, in the wow. same building. Wow. Yeah, because like my, my cousin's like little kid yeah. was there too, yeah. and just like... I don't know, just kind of the sense that, like, just that presence will probably never happen again, but it's, it's yeah. just happening, and that's, that's kind of enough in the midst of a lot of shit, um, right, because there, there's a lot of shit, there's, yeah, like, 
just financially, medically. Yeah. Shit was already going to shit. <laughs> and uh, I thought COVID stuff was getting a bit better because people were getting more vaccinated, but now apparently numbers are up anyway. So, um, <sighs> and I don't think, I also feel a little weird about the fact that I traveled, but also like we were pretty, um, we didn't go a lot of places and we were masks yeah. and we were vaccinated. So I think we did what we could Yeah. given that we we're going to do that. Um, yeah. So glad you saw her. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm kind of in a similar space where I'm like spending a lot of time with my mom. She's, she's getting older. She's not like disabled or anything yet but it's like part of me is like i want to like buy this house and move back out and have my own life again but it's also like she's like seven seventy three, and it's like it's at that age where it's like she's probably not going no, probably nothing's going to happen anytime soon just given how old women in my family get but it's also like yeah. i get the chill good for her. them <laughs> yeah 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 like, i don't know i think there's it's like I want to go out and date and be a total ho- dumb hoe and stuff like that, but I also want to hang out with my mom because she's super cool and yeah, and yeah. you know, learn to cook from her more because I've learned to cook a lot of stuff from her while I've been staying here, and she's basically threatened to teach me to dub K today, which was kind of cool. Oh, wait, you should learn it. You should learn it. It's on, it's on the agenda. Good. Okay. Like don't, I've been, we've been helping. I've been helping her forget. like knock out a whole bunch of household chores that she's been meaning to do forever. Mm-hmm. We're basically at the last two items, and then it's like, well, what do we do from here? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is. I I've really been questioning this whole mindset of like, oh, just go live your own life, um, and even that the whole mindset like, oh, if your family isn't like if they don't accept you or get you like fuck them live your own life and that's a mindset i've bought into before Mm -hmm. but it's kind of separate from time and it's like well i have have my whole life to live my own life and i don't have very long to be a part of some other people's lives yeah you know It's like, on the one hand, I can be a dumb hoe anytime I want. On the other, I can, I don't know how much longer I can hang out with my mom. Yeah. And my dad, I guess. And then I'm like, do I have a limited amount of time to be a dumb hoe? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe not. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what, what if your energy Society just... tells us that there's a certain period of time in which we should be dumb hoes. But. Screw that. I'm embracing the cougar lifestyle. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm gonna get the Sorry. leopard print I'm, I'm gonna get the the really leopard print <laughs> top or tights or whatever I need to get and I'm gonna live that lifestyle. Oh god. Uh I'm sorry. Okay, I'm... so Alia is literally falling asleep here. Okay. Um, does um, anyone have closing comments? <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Queer Arabs podcast. This has been Ellie. And go be a dumb hoe if you want. Or a smart hoe. Actually, be a smart hoe. Be a smart hoe. Use protection. Yeah. Be the hoe that you need to be right now. With protection. <laughs> or, yeah. Protection can look like multiple. Yeah. Use emotional protection. Right. Age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll go to bed.
You can listen to the <laughs> Queer Arms podcast. Listening. You can you can find us on thequeerarms.com. You can find us on Google Podcast, Stitcher, um, and any of the other fine podcasting apps, Spotify. You can reach I'm us all via. Going to bed. I just realized. You uh-huh. can reach us Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Um, Twitter at the Queer Arabs. Uh, Facebook same. Uh, Instagram the Queer Arabs, and. You can reach us at Gmail at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. <laughs> this feeling so long. Good night. Uh, good night. Go to sleep. <laughs> Bye. Alia, go to bed.